This is an Alliance podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Florida Culture Podcast, soccer podcast for us, by us, talking about the intersection of black culture and soccer. A special episode uh, this week for you guys. Got a whole lot of bitching going on this week, so we're going to do this right, but um, got your boy here, Grego here. Got TK on the ones two over here. Coach is too nervous to to come on because we're recording this while Michigan is playing. And uh, you know, they're just close to the final four, so we, you know we're hoping that uh, that they show up and and and, and get this and get this in. So you know, like I, I got them in my brackets. I got them. Go, uh, I got the winning national championship. So don't let me down. Don't let me down. Oh, you, you, okay. well, you selected them. Nice. So what? I didn't realize you selected them. That's nice to hear. Yeah, yeah. You know, like now, mind you. If, on my side, it's a little bare right now. I told y'all last week that I, I was moving, so right now the walls are bare. I'm back to my uh, city of Atlanta map. Uh, you know, the scarves are here. Like I, I'm very, all here and everything. Just right now, I'm busy. I'm still busy moving in. Hopefully, by the time everyone gets here to Trap House Three, uh, we will. Um, there'll be more decorated and everything, but. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, we got a very special episode. Got some people that we want to introduce to y'all um, to the scene and everything. And um, yeah, I said you got a got a lot to talk about. But um, but yeah, like want to set set the table up real quick. You know, on Twitter we we talk to a lot of people. At least I do. And you know, we network and and. The business and all that stuff, and like probably say maybe in the last three, four months, um, I've, I ran to these uh, two women that basically were like, what were, what were the uh, ladies on Golden uh, Blanche and uh, Blanche and uh, Rose, and um, but like they, were, but they were like super. Um, knowledgeable and deep about the soccer shit, and of course, then you realize, oh shit, they're black. It's like, oh, like I said, you don't the the number of black women that are just out there like that talking soccer on Twitter is not too many. Things. I, I I like to think that I know a good chunk of them, and but I guess I saw their their uh, their rapport on Twitter. I was like, hold up, this needs to be there needs to be with the you know. It's clearly that they, that they know each other and they got that that good rapport and they got that good uh, banter and everything. And so, like, I hit them up probably about uh, about a, about two months ago, just you know, kind of see like you know if they actually did know each other for real and you know what they um, um, where they want to see themselves as far as in this black soccer ecosystem and everything and it just so happened that uh, they were looking to start a podcast and fast forward you know to to now um, I'm proud to say that 
starting next week, they'll be starting their own podcast called Shea Butter FC. Proud to introduce you to the host of, of Shea Butter FC. We got Sky and Sylvia on on the ones and twos. What's up, ladies? Stay hey, what's up? Ones. What's good? What up? What, what do you do? Ladies, 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 welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, what's up? What's got, up? got Shea Butter FC up in the house. Um, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's been really cool, you know, getting to know you ladies uh, the past few months. It's, it's funny because, like, there's there's a lot of similarities between us and y'all. There seems to be that uh, VA thing going on. <laughs> um, but I, I, and there's also United and Chelsea thing going now because like got down here we got this uh Chelsea thing Chelsea. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. know but I have especially especially after I mean, you know when they had Conte dragging the boat uh, the My Suez man. Canal like is it just a black a Muslim man it's so bad. What are you so this board? What are you bored? They do my boy Angola uh, dirty a lot, man. That's my guy, though. <laughs> Yo, they did that with their chest. They did, unfortunately. Mind you, it was like six o'clock on the on the London <laughs> evening. And it's, you know what? Let's go ahead and just post this. It, like, they were feeling real froggy just to go ahead and post that. And oh, did they ever apologize? They said, you know, hey, my bad. Did they do that? They took it down. So that's about all we were going to get. <laughs> Oh dang! Ain't even apologize. Oh, they took it down. I mean, it's Chelsea. You know, a couple times a year they gotta remind me. Oh, why this is a toxic relationship? That's unfortunate <laughs> for you. You can do better. Oh, I mean, yeah, I could do worse too, though. So I could do now, you worse. You see my girl Sky over here. She got it right. She got the Atlanta on one side, United on the other. Like she knows what's really good. She knows what's really good. So, like, you, you, <laughs> you can't. You can't go wrong over here, man. But um, but yeah, I, I, there's obviously so much to talk about. I feel like every time we talk about the, uh, the U.S. national team, it happens. <laughs> and um, yeah, we got a little to talk about today. But yeah, of course, uh, thank you guys for checking us out on your favorite podcast apps, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. Uh, iHeartRadio, all of them. Uh, and also check out on the YouTube. Um, yeah. Um, well, first of all, let's, let's get to know you guys. Because, um, like I said, you, you guys are from the East Coast. Y'all are from similar styles as us, but y'all are actually out on the West Coast. How in the world did y'all even link up? Hmm. Twitter. 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 The great, the great equalizer. Yep. <laughs> now, was, yeah. yeah, it was because of some U.S. women's national team foolishness, actually, from yeah. the social media standpoint, because it started yeah. with the uh, the the debacle of the player of the year. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was it. <laughs> when uh, it obvious was either Crystal Dunn, Kristen Press's award. It was easy. And if we were going to stand for Crystal Crystal Dunn this year, we gonna do. We said we were gonna give her our flowers. Right. It was easy, but then you you saw what happened. 
So except it wasn't, you know, and that's no shade, you know, but I don't know how it's not crystal done. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That was a starting point. You know? I think what you're saying is that was shade. What? The, what? <laughs> well, so what had happened was we ended up linking up because everything like blew up because everybody was pissed off because they were like, y'all did the like it didn't make sense because I think it Still was. Don't. Kristen Press, Crystal Dunn, Lizzie Horan, Sam Mewis. Abby Del No, no, no. It was it was Crystal Dunn, Kristen Press, Sam Mewis, Abby Del Kemper, Lindsay. Yeah, those are the you yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Those and so five. it was weird because they picked uh Sam Mewis. And right. so it was like, how is Tobin Heath not in it if y'all based it on play? And so it didn't make sense. And so then it was like, okay. Then so clearly then Crystal Dunn, because you're shading everybody who ain't playing in NWSL, you're doing all this stuff. So Crystal Dunn, it's easy. <laughs> But nah. Nope. So everybody got pissed off. Um, and then you had some foolishness happen with some of the uh uh people of not color saying some things <laughs> on the interwebs. See, I'm trying to be I'm trying to act, I'm trying to act. I, I like uh Mayo Sapien personally. That's a solid word right there. So um, some friends some yeah. say alabaster. Some alabaster, um, <laughs> uh alabaster if they're acting wrong. Um, um all kinds yeah. of things was acting the fool and was calling some of the fans. So they were getting mad at Kristen Press's fandom. Um, right. But then getting mad at people. Yeah, be, oh, they be wild sometimes, but they weren't wrong. <laughs> they weren't wrong. So they were mad at everybody. Because they weren't mad just for Kristen. They were mad for Crystal. So it was Crystal. like, what you do? Like, this was easy. This was the year. A black woman. And On so basically, yeah, we had ended up connecting because we both were going off. And we right. saw each other going off. And then I was yeah. like, we should do a podcast because I, you know, I got on this thing. I mean, I got on that handle to to go off because I was seeing pretty much all we do. We do that a lot, unfortunately, because yeah. we we're in America and it's the U.S. Soccer Federation, so it's that's a high usually a mm-hmm. couple times a month at least. Yeah, all the time. But yeah, that's that's the story. U.S. Soccer being a uh, terrible is how we met. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. I know that um, actually, like you guys were poor on on Twitter is just like unstoppable. Where you when there's something going on, and uh, <laughs> and like it's funny because like every so often we'll see something on online, and I was like, oh, here we go, because like, um, <laughs> and it just so happened that like uh, like a week or two ago, we got the. Uh, ESPN's top 10 list of uh, uh, women's players around the world. And needless to say that um, I think y'all might have a little bit of of issue with this, of course. uh, So for those of y'all who haven't seen the list, top 10 goes like this. Number 10 is Dabinia. Number 9 is Caroline Graham Hansen. Number 8 is Julie Ertz. Uh, Number 7 is uh, Jennifer Marazon. Number six, Crystal Dunn. Mm. Um, number five is Lucy Bronze. Number four is Pernille Harder. Number three is Vivian Medima. Uh, number two is Sam Kerr. And number one is Sam Mewis. Um, of course, I shared this with y'all when it first came out. And um, needless to say, y'all, y'all weren't too thrilled with it. Now, it just so happened that today, as we recorded, uh, ESPN Sebastian Salazar 
set the record straight and said Crystal Dunn is number one. And for those of y'all who don't who don't know about these ladies, let's just say you you you, you can't shade on on Queen, on President. Uh, you just can't do it. You can't, it won't it won't fly with these ladies. So, what what was y'all thoughts on this list? On Sebastian's, uh, my man, that's my guy, my Mexican brother, <laughs> right there. You mean Sebastian's or or an original or right. both? Uh, the original list. So I closed. So I opened. So when it came out, I opened the browser, then I closed it multiple times because I was just reading and it was like disrespectful. Like, mm. when you started front, you started at one and went backwards. I started at fifty, and I'm not even an Ellen White fan, and I was already like, this is wrong. Well, yeah, well, so, yeah, yeah. I started at one and went backwards, and I was like, "Well, what?" But some of these people aren't even the best players on the team, and then like, how are they going about it? Like, what? what, what There's what no we, criteria. There's yeah, none. We just picking. We just throwing darts, and then sprinkling some color. Like it's like no kind of rhyme or reason. Right. I just think there were some glaringly obvious, uh, some glaringly obvious issues outside of Crystal Dunn not being in the top five. Uh, yeah. I have issues with who's right ahead of her because um, she's a better left back and it's not particularly close to my opinion. Uh, we've been cooking Lucy Bronze for about two or three years now. Cooking! Uh, <laughs> cooking. Getting cooked. She so, got cooked last week. Um, Shoot. If you got cooked on a header by Kristen Press in the World Cup, I don't know what to tell you because Kristen Press don't do headers like that. So, right. um, And she was open twice or three times before. Uh, she put that in the net, right? Like Lucy was playing off of her and then didn't come up to cover her because she's not fast enough. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of issues. Uh, I think one glaring one is Fran Kirby's not in the top 10, probably yep. the top five at this point. Um, yep. Sam Kerr is there. Fran Kirby needs to be there because that's who's getting her the ball. Right. Uh, she is beating off of those assists. Uh, Crystal Dunn, in my opinion, is the best player in the world. Uh, I, again, don't think it's particularly close. Uh, I think she is the best left back in the world and left back is her weakest position. And she just started playing it. And that's because they always force black people to play <laughs> outside back. That's a whole well, different conversation. Come on now. Um, come on, as you see what's happening with Midge Purse right now, free Midge all day. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I got a lot of issues with that. Um, there were some decent things. Uh, I like I like that Dominia was in the top 10. I think she's yeah. a baller. Uh, I thought that was a good choice. I'm personally a Mars a Marzon fan, so I'm always cool with her being high. Uh, I think she's probably still the best all around midfielder in the world right now. Uh, so yeah, man, it's just that list is bogus. Uh, I do I do want to know what the criteria is. I'm not sure how uh, if it's for 2020 how Alex Morgan's on the list because she didn't right in 2020. So uh, I'm a little confused. Oh, I'm sorry, she played the second half of the last game in 2020. My fault. I didn't mean to take away her 45 minutes. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, out of, it's out of control. Like They just pick players they knew. Pino's on there. We like Pino, but... Pino was way down. She's like down like 40. Like She said 40, um, which is probably fair because she came on uh, a little bit in 2021, but yeah, it's all over the place. Like, it doesn't last year, so... I, 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 in a way, I agree with it. At the same time, I'm like, it's it's kind of wild that she had uh, such a good uh, she believed club, in spite of the fact that she really didn't play much at all um, last year. She got that rest. Oh yeah, yeah. The rest helped her. I think it helped Tobin Heath quite a bit too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sometimes oh, that- people aren't old; they're just tired. 
They got, <laughs> but see, Howie Heath, they were super disrespectful though. They that was were like, a mad backhanded compliment. Like it was a, <laughs> yeah. they were like, she's an inconsistent player, so on and so forth, and she was ranked number thirteen. And so it's like, so what is y'all criteria? Because you like shading one of the goats. I feel like inconsistent. I'm sorry. I feel like inconsistent is always used to people who don't play, uh, I guess, to the standard of what American soccer thinks women's soccer should look like, uh, which is some of the, you know, prototypical positions, prototypical 10, prototypical nine. Um, If you play outside of that at all, which is most of the black and brown players, you you tend to get uh, shunned. And the only reason Crystal Dunn's quote unquote the face of the team, though I push back against that, one commercial does not make her the face of the team. Uh, it's because she's pushed in the commercial. So, take it. That's, that, that's enough. Oh yeah, they I mean, said. Yeah, they said take that commercial, y'all. That's the that's Black History. They said here's the commercial. We're gonna promote the game, and we're not gonna put no black people on it during Black yeah, History. Yeah, Black History Month. We gonna do it before. Sick. We gonna put photos before. But, and then they got mad when they got called out on it. I'm sick. So yeah, it's that list is sort of all over the place because there is clearly no criteria because it doesn't Not make sense all. some of the same people Not are sharing that list. So it's you know most lists are arbitrary. I guess you make them to to start a conversation, uh, but I think we view the game a lot differently. And so I would like to sit down and chat with some of the people at ESPN. Right. So yeah, because if you, if you're gonna make the list, you need to make the list per position. And then yes. if you wanted to make an overall list, if a player repeatedly appears in the top 10 in multiple positions, like Crystal Dunn, then you then clearly see Crystal Dunn is number one. And I think it would be good to do it by position as well, because there were a total of like eight, eight defenders yeah, eight, on that list. Eight. You could sneak Julie Ertz in there because she primarily plays uh, defense as a, as a holding mid, and then you could count the one goalkeeper on the list who is the best goalkeeper in the world. Yes, yeah, she is so the best a, goalkeeper. Uh, and is the best. But, but, yeah. not to, but have a 50 and not have a listen to in there is wild. So She's probably two or three. So I would I would say, yeah. So even in that, making a separate separate list, so four different lists for each position, right. then I think we have a conversation. You could even have a hybrid list. I think that would be worthwhile to see right. how people rate those skill sets. But yeah, man, it's a... Because it's then, then that would be clarity for even Kristen Press because people don't value... Her forward, midfield, dribbling stability. Yeah, she's a hybrid. Yeah. So, okay, the, uh, how, how much uh, uh, the Chelsea women have you uh, kept up with? I think I caught like a. It's been hard as hell to catch uh, women's Champions League. Like I, I saw that they had um, they had it on YouTube on on uh, yeah. Friday. I didn't realize that CBS or Paramount Plus had uh, not really aired anything this this season. It starts um, next season. (laughs) There's a lot going on there, but um, have you caught uh, any uh, Chelsea movies? No, actually I haven't. I've been pulling all the scripts from from my Discord server. Um, People usually are very supportive of the women's team there with the community that I'm involved with. So um, I've just been pulling all the scripts from there, but I know we uh, we got a, was it a Wolfsburg? And we're, we're head on aggregate. Yeah, so. Wolfsburg tomorrow, uh, eight Eastern. Uh, so five. I get to wake up at five o'clock tomorrow morning uh, to watch the second leg. We're up two one. Wolfsburg has an away goal, and so we'll see what it looks like. Wolfsburg scores one, we're in trouble. So hopefully we can keep putting them in the back of the net. The women score uh, more than the men do at the moment, but the men play better defense. So <laughs> the men play better defense. So it evens out. Uh, 
yeah, but uh, Kirby the Cur is or Cur- Kirby as they're calling it now is a fun treat to watch. That's oh God! Yeah, I didn't I didn't make that up because I you know it lacks a little flavor, but I get it. <laughs> I get well, it. we did have um, some some history over the weekend um, with the right team. Um, oh, and, all right, uh, United. <laughs> the women had their first game in, in Old Trafford. For those they of did. y'all that don't know. Um, in a lot of cases, the women don't play in the same stadiums where the men where the men do. And but yeah, May United finally got the women um, in Old Trafford. Uh, I believe they won two nil. Not mistaken. Uh, yep. uh, Ward James and Chris and our own Chris Chris Press got the first two goals uh, in Old Trafford. So you know we representing everything. Like you know we, we're doing this. We're doing this. We still got a little bit of ways to go on the table. Cause I see that we're we're in third. Uh, in the WSL, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, we, 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 at, least, at least there, TK, you can say that, you know, Chelsea's out on top. It's, it's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> hey, pretty much some of the best players, like, in the yeah. world for the women's, and it's oh. it's ridiculous, the abundance of riches that the club has as a whole. So, hey, man, mm-hmm. no, no, never going to complain on that front. And, yeah. you know, they've been kind of the forefront, honestly, to the women's game uh, as far as being accessible. Chelsea has been putting it out there that be through the previously the Chelsea TV app or now, which is the fifth stand app. Um, so, you know, th- these avenues were available for you to actually watch the women's game uh, in that right. So, uh, you know, hats off to, to all the good people there making that accessible for, for people to promote the women's game in general. And then it's now nice to kind of see the domino effect now. What's happened the last uh, last two years out there? Yeah, yeah. And you can watch it tomorrow for free. Uh, Ada Football has the Wolfsburg Chelsea match tomorrow, uh, so you can watch that. And uh, it was just a huge deal in England uh, for the WSL with Sky Sports. So, and the players will get some of that revenue, some of that kickback. So it's changing for the women too. You know, it's dope. Yeah, I heard it all. They get some more color in the WSL, but that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still waiting on Real Madrid to start buy, basically buying the whole U.S. national team. I'm like, go ahead. Oh, well, oh, 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 well, we have some thoughts about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if, they, if they're going to be the, the biggest club in the world and now have a women's team, you got to be the biggest women's team in the world. So you got to go ahead and spend that money. That means there's about at least a good 10, 12, 15 on, on, the, on the U.S. team right now. It's like, yeah, what y'all want? Let's wait to well, well, well. Allegedly, allegedly, they're going after a certain player. So, oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, a certain Chelsea player, a certain Chelsea player, allegedly uh, is going to a lot of money if she goes to Real Madrid. And uh, if that's the case, that lets me know that they're willing to cut some checks. And like you said, there might be some U.S. players yeah. uh, available. A I couple, a three, a triple. Be, you know, allegedly, it could be some from uh, Manchester United. So, or, we'll see. And probably City. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. It could be one from City whose game probably fits pretty well and mm-hmm. in Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would if I were Real Madrid. I am also a Real Madrid fan, by the way. So, there's a definite vice president at, uh, playing at Sky Blue that, you know, would do well Ooh. in, in uh, Real Madrid. You know, for y'all who missed um, uh, <laughs> this national team trip at the White House, I mean, like I said, Not Vice me. President Purse was looking great. Yep. She would look real good in that uh, pink Real Madrid kit. That's all I'm going to say. 
That's true. She could get Word. Just a vice president bitch can get an outfit off better than a, and a kid off better than just about anybody. So I would be excited for her to do that. What position would uh, would a uh, vice president Harris play? I mean, you know, I'm a fan of free and bitch and letting her play forward. Uh, you know, that's me. We'll see. We'll see. She's been playing for for Sky Blue so far, so uh, I don't know if Lacko uh, shares my sentiment, but yes, I like Mitch as a forward because she is uh, quite possibly the best 1v1 player we have. Certainly up there. Uh, by all accounts, if you talk to people who've played against her or played with her, she smokes people one-on-one, and she's really cheeky, and she's good on the ball. She's got a little Tobin Heath in her, you know, so we'll see. Um, I got a Everything on it because, of course, so we got to get to the boys real quick. I get to them I real quick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, well, then. Mm. Uh, oh. Let's take a quick break, pause for the cause. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And we're back. Okay. Um, Just so, uh, before we get into the board, I'm trying to avoid this as much as possible. Is it inevitable? Why are we doing this? What, 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 uh, what is Tony with <laughs> But uh, of course, like again, we're with uh, Sky and Stella from Shea Butter FC. Um, again, their first episode will be next week, uh, which will be the uh, opening week of uh, NWSL. Tell the people like what what should they expect um, uh, on Shea Butter? Oh, okay. You want to go first? Yeah, yeah, we can get into it. We can, we can talk about right. it a little bit. So, I mean, we're going to be a different type of podcast where we're going to talk like about this thing, you know, like tactical analysis of teams and players, you know. Yeah. Um, talk about different players of color, particularly black women, because you got a lot of podcasts that they'll talk about soccer, but not really talk about the culture. Um. Particularly, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, intertwine those concepts about talking about the game, actually doing tactical analysis because people seem like allergic to it. Um, You know, spit off those hot takes, but like put some reasoning behind it. And then, you know, blend it with getting into the conversation of social issues um, and look at the history of the game, particularly from a black woman's perspective, looking at what this game looks like uh, over the course of time from the past to present and what it could be in the future. Um, And then, you know, we're going to have a bunch of fun, you know? Yeah. It's not all heavy. I mean, it's going to be heavy because he's talking about black women in soccer and there's like 30 of them. So it's not, you know, unfortunately not enough. Uh, It's not due to lack of talent, right? It's due to lack of access and, uh, just how white soccer is in this country. It's it's pretty terrible. Uh, but the players that we have are there in spite of, and that means they're very good. And we are always here to, you know, sort of uplift them and analyze and tell you why 
they are as good as they are. Uh, so we love to talk about them. Uh, we come in with that bias, but that's fine because we also write. It's not a bias when you write. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have fun too, some fun games, uh, some different looks at things. Uh, we do watch other sports too, so we might tie some things in uh, there as well. Uh, yeah, we're just going to have fun, celebrate, you know, the pretty goals, the pretty passes. Uh, like Sky said, break it down tactically. I don't think there's enough of that, uh, particularly from the black perspective, and always bringing, you know, some culture into it. Black soccer culture looks a certain way, feels a certain way, sounds a certain way. And so we're just trying to bring that into the mainstream because it's missing, you know. And so my motto is, uh, if it, you know, screw it, I'll do it, you know, if nobody else wants to do it. So right. uh, that's a that's a way to live, right? So we got a voice, uh, you know, we get these hot takes off on Twitter. We pretty much just going to be Twitter come to life. It's not deeper than right. that, just a little more organized. So uh, yeah. some weeks are going to be wild. It's going to be fun. Uh, but we're excited. We're just excited to talk about soccer. We love the sport. We can talk about it all day. So, right. yeah. We, oh, yeah. We, we, and we dropping those shea butter bombs, which are what? Oh, we should explain that. Okay. So shea butter bombs uh, is something I screamed one time, I think, either on the Crystal Press or Crystal Dungle. Uh, it's just basically black people scoring golazos, man. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, it's it's something to yell. It's real fun. Uh, but it's stuck. And here we are with shea butter FC. Uh, it just sounds black, man. So we went, <laughs> we went with it. Sounds like black women, actually. Uh, I can smell it. I can hear it. I can, you know. Hey, butter bombs. That's so. a sticker. That's a t-shirt. Hey, butter bombs. <laughs> all, all day. All, all day. day. Let's get all the day. merch going. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, our goal, and I know y'all y'all want this too. I'm, I'm just hoping we get to the point where you get fly kits off in this country so people can walk around with them. You know, in my opinion, black people made NASCAR jackets pop and they don't watch NASCAR. So right, I don't understand right. why we can't do that for soccer, you know? Those were uh, so. Those were I'm, trying to have, I'm trying to have the tank top kit. I'm trying to have... Oh, yeah. Sky's trying to have her arms out. And, uh, I'm trying to have I'm a tank top, tank top <laughs> kit. I'm trying to have, like, you got the cleats, but then they got the equivalent in the Jordan. Like, I'm trying to have, like, a whole situation. But... Yeah. Like, can we embrace the culture? Shit. Try to go from uh, try to go from off we FC to the sun the sun world <laughs> FC. So no, that's that's the inside joke that 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 will mess up your mind. But um, but yeah, uh, the boys, man. Um, uh, so uh, we could go. By the we could go where everything was looking good. You know we. We had two wins on our belts. You know, we were looking smooth. And then we lost to Mexico, finished second in the group. And that put us against Honduras to basically all we had to do was just win and we qualify. And then we fuck it up. <laughs> all day, every day. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once again, for the third consecutive cycle, and the fourth time in five years, in five cycles, we're going to the Olympics. And, you know, it's, um, you know what? It, it's, it's interesting to me because there's been way too many hot takes that just honestly make no sense on on the Internet. And but I'll, but I'll say this because I've, I've had a couple of days to kind of digest it and, you know, see it for what it is. I'll say this much. Had 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 it not been for the pandemic, I think that we would have been in the Olympics. However, I think that it's almost a blessing in disguise for the senior team that the Olympics didn't have. 
reason being, um, a lot of those guys that probably would have been on the team, like Mark McKenzie, Brendan Aronson, um, uh, Daryl DK, they probably would have been on that team. The Olympics didn't happen. They still went on and moved to Europe, and they were already on the on the senior team. I feel like for a lot of players, they would have used in past cycles. They would have used the Olympics to basically springboard themselves into the national into the senior team. They didn't need that. They went ahead off the strength of their own club form, and they were able to go ahead and uh, and get promoted up. In the end, it still hurt the U twenty the what we had in Mexico, but I think for the senior team, it's it's not as bad as we think. I just think for the guys who were actually were on the field, they had an opportunity to make a case for themselves, and they did. And that's the part that's because there's a lot of there's still some spots to where if if they had qualified and they had made it to the Olympics and made the squad, that would have been an opportunity for them to get that exposure. Say, hey, I had to go look at uh, at um, Holovich. I had to go look at um, Jonathan Lewis. Now it's like, yeah, you're basically back to the line, Chief. Especially after that, uh, that goal that, uh, that J. Lou missed, I was like, dude, dude mm. that was painful. It was painful to watch. But... Um, I guess, like, like, what, what are you guys' thoughts as far as like, is it a referendum on U.S. soccer and all these other grand uh, opus thoughts? Like, what, what, what are you, what are y'all's thoughts on? I mean, for me, I guess, mm. like, I definitely think we need to have a conversation about the the under twenty threes and the U twenties. Just uh, who's coming down the pipeline? Uh, I don't know if it's a referendum, right? I think the focus is clearly on the senior national team, the expectations yeah. of the World Cup versus the Olympics 2022, but I think in particular 2026, you'd have pretty much everybody in that generation peaking right around a World Cup that we're hosting or co-hosting with Mexico and in Canada. And so you want to be able to, to feel the United States team is going to at least get you, I would hope to at least the semis, right? A quarterfinal, semifinal, something of that nature. And by then they will have played together for essentially a cycle. Um, I think the Olympics is always weird for for our men's team in this country, just because the world doesn't particularly seem to care about the yeah. Olympics. Right? Don't. They, don't. Um, they don't rate that as a tournament, but we do more so just because we're American. Yeah, <laughs> so crazy. we care about the Olympics. Uh, and for our women, right, it's the it's one of the two major tournaments because we don't have a Euros. The ICC is here, but they're working on expanding it, having Club World Cups, things of that nature. Right, so it's right. a little more important in that way. But, yeah, I just – I agree with you. I think it would have been a nice opportunity for some of those young men to get some shine, some opportunity, particularly to go overseas. Uh, I think the, the senior team will be interesting, right? This might be the first time uh, those guys are going to be asked to – well. They have the talent and the expectation. So as a women's fan, right, there's always that expectation of winning. It's going to be interesting to see if they can win potentially in spite of coaching because right. that's what our women did in 2019, basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I don't know if they're going to keep her halter. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know if a few of those young men are going to make it to the senior national team. Uh, but all those spots seem to be taken by international players, right? There aren't a lot of MLS players getting shine. 
you know, I know Daryl's on a, on a loan essentially to Barnsley, but I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> um, I think he'll stay over. He's proven himself to be a pretty good player. Uh, so yeah, I, I think people always freak out when we lose tournaments like that, but it's not okay to not make the Olympics for three straight tournaments. Right. It's not at all. Mm-mm. It's not okay. Mm-mm. Yeah. I think that, um, like I said, with, with the fact that we already have so many youngsters currently on, on the senior team, it's probably not as bad as probably probably in, in past cycles. But like I said, it's, it's definitely – there's missed opportunities for those guys that had conversations on Facebook today, there's those C-minus players that mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have gotten on, to the, gotten on the radar otherwise. Like – those are the guys. It's like, yeah, you could have used this and said, okay, hey, I did my thing here. Now they're gonna look at me in Tokyo, and hey, if I do well there, maybe they're like, hey, uh, they'll come, they'll see me again come January, and give me a shot. Now it's like, yeah, you basically got. If you're lucky, you might get a shot after the work. Is is that something? And like that's that's the. That's the effect that not the that missing the Olympics has that you're basically putting off your your opportunities for the for your senior team probably for like another year and a half, if not more than that. So it's definitely a missed opportunity. I definitely think that there's a there's definitely a sharp cutoff as far as like our, our depth quality, and I do, and I also think that there's Jason Christ just fucked this whole bag up. Like, <laughs> uh, he's definitely not the right man for the job. I don't. Think. And, it's, and it's funny because for those of y'all who haven't been following MLS for quite some time, uh, Jason Christ, uh, for, former player, former uh, striker for um, the uh, peak of his career was with Real Salt Lake. He went straight from playing to managing Real Salt Lake, took them to MLS Cup in, 20, in uh, 2009, beat the Galaxy, beat Beckham, uh, and all that stuff. Um, he used that to springboard to a job with NYCFC when they first got started. Only well, lasted one year, and they didn't make the playoffs, and they fired him. Uh, it's pretty much ever since that MLS Cup, it's basically been a slow, steady trail down. He uh, last up. Uh, his last MLS job was with uh, Orlando City. That went bad, and now he's uh, so he's managing in Miami's uh, uh, two squad in Fort Lauderdale, and oh, he also has um, Delta Coast in the U.S. Uh, under twenties as well. And I'm like, given how this just went, oh, I, Lord. yeah, you might you might I want to stick to Fort Lauderdale. He doesn't seem built to coach uh, young players like that. That's a specific skill set to manage a young team. Yeah. Uh, and anybody who couldn't beat out Phil Neville for the job is probably <laughs> not great. Oh uh, Lord! Phil Neville yeah. is the coach of Inter Miami, and as a as a women's soccer fan, I'm sorry in advance to any Inter Miami fans. Uh, it gets better eventually. <laughs> I'm so sorry. As an Atlanta Falcons fan, you just basically you have to come and find that you just love the team and you get through. And eventually you see, you know, the Moses will come set you free. 
and your people, you get let go. You you get you part the seas, but it's gonna suck. It gets better though. Damn. Yeah, I just yeah, I think and I think that's sad, you know, for the growth of the game for player yeah. development. Right. You see these other CONCACAF teams where these young men seem to understand like this is their moment to be seen, right? People aren't looking at CONCACAF players like that. And so to be on a large stage, some of those Honduran players are gonna get a shot. And that's uh, the thing, just like because uh, Honduras, this, this is their four straight um Olympics. Yeah. I'm like, they're used to this. And like they, they were ready for that for that moment. Like they took a, they mm-hmm. took their advantage of the opportunities that they had um, uh, right at right at the go- right at goal, really with both um, goals because they both had aspects and how we gave up the goals. But um, yeah. but yeah, it's it's um, <laughs> yeah. TK exactly. real quiet over there because he like, I'm <laughs> I mean, numb, like, like me. Are you are you numb like me? Because after 2017, I don't feel anything, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it's so weird. I can't remember the last time I actually was excited about anything. That wasn't the the women's team, you know, from like a national perspective. If we're just mm-hmm. being honest, at least like I'm just being honest, like, uh, there is no joy, you know. Like there are sparkles and dots with our individual players who have, you know, like yeah. like you're we talking last week. They've this period during COVID has been like a, a like a revival for a lot of our our youth players, and they're you know they're important people on the roster. But in terms of actually doing something from the men's side, something to look forward to, you know, like there's, there's zero zilch. So, you know, and you know, it's, it's, it's so weird because the crazy thing about it is that I probably say at least 80% of, of the <clears throat> that we had playing against uh, Jamaica and Northern Ireland, they would have been eligible for um, off iron, but, because of how FIFA deems the U23 is, is not on is not on the calendar, so teams don't have to necessarily let their let their players go. So it's basically like it's like who who will let us get our get these players in? And of course, here at home, actually, at, at I'm Lane, caught, caught. Sorry to interrupt you, sir, but that brings me to the point. If we don't talk about it later. Well, let's dive into that bullshit of, with Alexi Lawless. Thank you for saying that, though. <laughs> I mean, Alexi Lawless is is bullshit personified. So, am I allowed to say that? Okay. I mean, well, we, we, I, we, I ain't like I ain't like him in 1994. I don't like him now. <laughs> Damn. Say, we could we could like, a whole a whole pod on like Alexi Lawless, but we probably don't even want to do that. the The point was that you had grazed over the topic of saying availability of players from MLS clubs and this and that and what whatnot, but like, what does that really mean? Like, is the talent pool not deep enough? They, th- th- that's the real mm-hmm. conversation right there because a lot of people on the internet decided to just rain a whole ton of shit on Atlanta United because we had uh, Miles Robinson, our boy Miles Robinson, um, uh, Joyce Bellow, and Bruce Lennon. They were all on the initial camp roster, but they got pulled out uh, by United because we have Champions League uh, this coming week, and basically there would have been an overlap, and it's like, okay, which one are you going to choose? The club is, is because it's not a FIFA date, they don't have to let those players go. And They're like, okay, especially after what happened, what was it, two years ago, when uh, Miles Robinson got hurt, basically just, just because he got 
they made him through do sprints after during the post game and for a match that he play did not play in. Exactly. Not and zero time on the field. Oh, I'm sorry. Except to run sprints. Yeah. You know, we gotta keep our physio up. And after that, it's like like can you really blame them for for just saying like nah we're gonna hold 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 them back. We got we got Cambridge League. We're trying to actually nap. We got all the Arctinians in the world on the squad. So hey, try, trying to do something here. But um, but no, it's it's it, the thing about it is that for and we'll go into this in the next couple of weeks because we got the season preview in a couple of weeks and all that. But uh, you got Atlanta, Columbus, Philly. And Portland in uh, Champions League mm-hmm. representatives. Only one player from all those four teams um, is is um, on the um, was on the U twenty three squad. So uh-huh. it just so happened that United said, "Hey, we were the ones that said, hey, we're pulling these guys back because of this and having to go through another country and COVID and all that stuff." I'm like, yeah, it's best off we keep him here. I don't blame them for doing that. That I don't blame them for actually speaking up and saying as much. Like I think well, that. What about the the hierarchy? Is that doing something with the MLS and uh, their their uh, ultimate goal to see a MLS team win the Champions League? Champions League. I mean, I think that there's a balance between all of that because I think they want to win Champions League. I think they want to represent. Um, players representing in the Olympics as well. So it's, you know, it's it's a give and take on, on, on all sides. And and like I said, none of those teams took their places because you, you could have had a Bowie team uh, play, didn't. You could have had Keaton Parks for NYFC, didn't. Like, you could have had uh, Williamson for Portland, didn't. So it's not, it's, it's not just okay Especially considering that all three of our guys playing on the back on the back line for the most part, like we need to. So y'all, y'all tripping with the wrong shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's so weird here, and I, you know, it's the opposite for the women, right? There's such focus on the national team that I think club culture sort of gets swallowed up. Whereas here, I think when you're trying to build a soccer culture for our men's teams, right? And soccer culture in general, club teams always matter more than national teams, and. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a weird dance that they try to do here, and it doesn't ever seem to work successfully uh, for our for our men. Uh, so that dance that like U.S. Soccer and MLS and USL and all, all of these people do, um, it's just weird. It doesn't look that way pretty much any other country. So um, I'm always super confused. Uh, but I, I agree with the clubs. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't let go of my players, particularly in a COVID year. Like. You know, they didn't, Juventus also didn't let go of Weston McKinney, right? Like, it's just, club matters more. <laughs> and um, the club is paying them the right, most right, money, right? right. So um, I'm going to protect my, you know, not to speak in capitalist terms, but like, that's their asset. They're going to, they're going to protect it. So I don't, I don't blame them. And even without that talent, you should have still qualified for the Olympics. Yep. Yeah. That, that's the real, and that, and that goes back to what you were just saying, uh, TK, that, if you're that worried about three guys not being there, that speaks a whole lot as far as what depth you think you don't have. And right. you know that that's that's a what happens when someone gets an injury in the semifinal, bro. 
what happens when exactly. someone gets two, two yellow cards. No, perfectly healthy. Next man up. Tell me. I'm like that, that's that should be the mentality, but instead you're like, oh no, he should have been there. I'm like, there's a lot of guys that could have been there. Pulse, it could have been there. Uh, right. Colorado should be questioning Crease uh, on. And I'm sorry, I can't help but think of uh, Crease, the character from uh, Karate Kid. <laughs> but moving forward, uh, so <laughs> it's it's just crazy. Like that, that should be the conversation that uh, oh, uh, Alexi should be having with Chris. Maybe uh, you know, like well, who's you going to replace with these guys I, if they go down? That's a serious question. Who who's employing him? Like I don't know anybody who takes him seriously. Damn. Or maybe I've just cultivated my news feed to the point where we watch everybody that, disagrees that with podcast me. on ESPN. I mean, it, and the thing about ESPN, it's like it's almost within that same hierarchy of like you have the national team and then you have MLS and then uh, USL. And it's like you have to fit all these pieces in there and they all have to like f- perfectly work together like a puzzle that you hang on, hang on your wall after you glue it together, you know, like I, I'm not with it. Like w- prioritize what matters the most. If you want a team to be appearing in the Olympics, then prioritize that make sure you right. have the depth make sure you have the talent I, feel, I mean the talent's there make sure you have the tactics like make sure you're not gonna i hate to sh- call out ochoa but you know like playing out the back and making like Ooh, Lord. that was a bad that was so bad high school like i'm sorry you know he's a young you know, man i'm not trying to kill his kill his you know I, I, confidence. I mean yeah there's probably no bad. shade on him, i need to you know, see like, that's high school mistakes you know right yeah that, that's, that's bad high school mistakes. that's the yeah. week that's, that's fundamental. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what fundamental, yeah, to classify that in. It's like don't cross the yeah. ball, back cross goal, shit like that. Like, yeah, you yeah. don't do that. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another another cycle lost. Like I said, I, I don't think that, that um all is lost because like I said, a lot of guys that would have been there last year were already on the senior team this year. So it 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 could be end up being okay. Of course, we still got um also, actually, don't start until September. So we still got time. We still got a Gold Cup. You know, I think that for for Burhalter, that like, if you since this Gold Cup is going to be a B roster anyway, go ahead and just you know make it young and say, hey, see if you can do something here. And if you actually do do something, hey, it might be something to work with um, um, in qualifications. But um, but yeah. Um, uh, like I said, I, right now I'm moving, but the merch is moving out as well at ftcutd.mytravelpod.com. Um, season's about to get going um, uh, in a few weeks, so make sure you got your got your jerseys in line. Matter of fact, I got um. I yeah, got I'm waiting for a Crystal Dunn jersey myself. Yeah, I, was, I, I got I got the name set right here to my left, so I'll, I'll be getting that out to you this week. Make sure that you guys get uh, get your orders um, out. Uh, get your shirts. Um, look, I heard there might be a scar party that, that might be coming out um, with the season. So, yeah, I'm looking out for that. So, like I said, we'll, um, we'll, 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 we'll have a heads up on that next week. Uh, of course, next week we got our kit review with our boys at, at Two Cents FC. So, that will be a lot of fun. Again, next week we got the first episode of Shea Butter FC. You will find that all on on our podcast feed as well as the protagonist um, podcast feed. So, like I said, we want to make sure that we, we get the ladies as 
good of a platform as possible because like I said, I think that they're going to have some really good stuff for y'all. But um, let's uh, wrap this up. Give us get some uh, talk to them. Um, TK, what you got? Oh, called it. I was wondering if I was muted or unmuted. Um, <laughs> yeah, so let's get into it. Um, down, I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, but Georgia, they rapidly passed the law in regard to voters' rights. Um, you know, like simple things like having a friend bring you some food or water because the, the line might be long, which is now legal in Georgia to do. So, it's just one of those things, man, like common sense and like compassion and grace are things that we should maybe be considering more when we are sitting at the table discussing political political laws and how we want to govern and how we want to live, essentially, because that's what the government is doing. You know, they, they set out the laws and that kind of frames how you live. Um, so it's just kind of disheartening to see the manner in which the uh, Georgia government has chosen to to move forward with. Uh, and there'll be plenty of um, lawsuits and things to oppose it. So we'll see how this all actually breaks down in court. But for now, we okay. are um, essentially, you know, with a, a, a situation where, uh, yeah, rights have been a little bit, not rights, but it's just harder to vote and it's been a little bit more restrictive. So, um Kemp just yeah, ashed. Yeah, I mean, Kemp is kind of innocent, right? I don't want to dive into this for a multitude of reasons, but he's really writing his own check out of office, um, especially given the, the blue yeah. wave um, from from this, you know past past year in the presidential elections. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll figure all that out later. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it happen, and you can damn sure bet we will report on that right here. On um, and up for me, I can't be just happy to be alive. Uh, lately, it's been walking in a, a field of daisies for me. So I'm just uh, happy to be blessed um, and have, you know, good things happen to me and just try to kind of pass those on and forward to other people in my life and, and just kind of, uh, what, what's the, the, the term? Not like pass the vibe. It sounds like something different but uh pass it forth so you know essentially uh pay it forward so just having a lot of good vibes going on but and then to turn this back around i did get some interesting news this week in regards to um insurance so uh my personal insurance with my health insurance uh for for me and my family is doing some weird things so gotta check on that it's called it's kind of a pain in the ass to uh to have to deal with you know those kinds of things where you're you know, want to make sure that, you, you know, everyone is covered adequately and things of that nature. So uh, hopefully it's not going to be too many uh, hoops to jump through once I get all that situation straight. And uh, I guess for my, my last up, shout out to Shea Butter Podcast, man. Um, I just met these ladies tonight. It's been, it's been real fun. I could tell this is going to be some exciting tactical stuff, you know, and I'm excited for that because um, I feel like that's something that's kind of lacking from from the space of podcasting in general. And then you have the factor of culture here and just to do it with such like ease and the feeling. And so I, I can feel the 
a, a lot of passion going on. So I, I'm excited to to be involved and uh, help Shea Podcast, uh, Shea Butter Podcast, you know, expand and get out to many uh, different areas. So uh, shout out to you two ladies, man. Big up. Hey, appreciate it. For sure, for sure. Appreciate the support. All right, so, so let's give it to Shaw. What you got? Two up, two down. Yep. All right. Uh, let's see, two ups. Yeah, I think life is life is going pretty well. Uh, more good days than bad. Uh, my family's healthy and happy. My parents are vaccinated, so you know that's something we always you know want them to be healthy. And hold up, that might work. I, I, I need to ask you one quick question because because we mentioned this earlier, and I said you you guys are West Coast children and. Like me, you're you're a VA girl. How in the world did you end up in, <laughs> in Eastern Washington State? Uh, I I came for the money to to work. Uh, <laughs> as I was applying for jobs, you know, my my geographical range had to expand in, in this economy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been out here for a while now, and I have some other family that that followed. Um, so that's been nice. Uh, but I was out here for by myself for a while. Um, it's interesting, you know, it's nice to be away from some of the grind, right? Like it's not a grind culture out here. Uh, it's an interesting one though. Uh, it's a little bit passive aggressive or a lot passive aggressive. Um, I think most of the West coast is in general. Yes, it is. Um, Yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. Uh, you don't get that in your face racism though. So, you know, balances out, not that it's better or worse, but it's different. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) You are the bombers, though. I mean, you know, but everybody shoots. You know what I mean? So, I mean, they can come, but you got to you got to pull the trigger before I do. Is really how that works. Um, hey. Nobody, people don't bother you. You know, so it's, it's nice. I'm a hell. Of, I'm my granddaddy's granddaughter. I'm a hell of a shot, so I ain't too worried about it. Um, <laughs> but it's pretty peaceful, and I like the outdoors. I'm a I'm a country girl at heart, so I like being outside and no, under the stars and hiking and stuff like that. Too, low key. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, but I mean, I like where I work, so, um, you know, it's pretty chill, and I honestly get to work mostly with black and brown people all day, so it's a nice it's a nice deal despite where I live, so that's a really weird thing to tell people, um, but yeah, I can go days without seeing white people, so it's pretty nice, uh, so yeah, it's, it's pretty chill, um, I'm probably gonna stay on the West Coast for a while, uh, but I'll be back to visit, because I, I miss sweet tea and real <laughs> food, and... <laughs> There's just some things that, that aren't the same. Barbecue, like I miss that. Um, yeah, so it's just some stuff that I, I miss the accents and yeah, and warm weather. I don't miss the humidity though. It's dry here and I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and I don't miss the mosquitoes. Like we don't have those. So that's nice. Uh, yeah. So, right now? Because that, that's, a, that's a definite down right now. Um, we get some, but so here's what's wild. When I first moved here, there's all this white stuff on the ground. Cotton grows on trees here. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, you mean to tell me if we had just kept going west, we wouldn't have to <laughs> like we would have been fine, right? <laughs> so damn it. Oh, um, but we don't get a ton. There's some pollen, but it's not nearly as bad as it is uh, back east. I don't miss that because I couldn't go outside for like two months when that pollen hits. It's brutal. It's brutal. Um, I know y'all sneezing for yeah. your lights right now. So and just doing that, you know, that noise, you got to hit the... <laughs> Hit the side of thing. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm Virginia made man, so you know it's always with me, even when I'm not there. So, shout out two up two down all day eight oh four, you know. 
What else you got? Yeah, that's, my, that's my up. I don't have a lot of downs. Uh, that means I ain't looking at the stretch me out, you know? <laughs> Sometimes it's like that. I mean, you know, we'll take I that. I about that top 10 list was kind of rubbing a whole lot. I mean, of you know, but then, you know, my boy Sebastian came through. My boy Sebastian came through with the proper list. Uh, you know, he had Chris Dunn at number one. Did he give a whole five or just put instead of one? He, uh, I saw the clip with the five. I don't know he if did he did a, a ten. So who's yeah, your he did five? a five. Who's your five? So, oh my god, Woo-hoo. you put me on the spot. Uh, Crystal Dunn. All right, all right. I'm gonna just go with guts. Crystal Dunn is one. <sighs> Fran Kirby's two. Mm. Morrow's three. Press four. Man, five is hard. Five is hard. Is it Sam? think of a different. Or is it, are you going a defender? Which Sam? That's the problem. Um, <laughs> nah. The coin. If, see, I got a top five now and top five that I think are going to be really good. Um, well, say, say that, that, that top five for later for the first episode. We want to okay. hear. Uh, so my five would be. I'll go. I'll go Kerr. Okay. okay. I'll go Kerr. All right. Which which is good for me because there was a time when Sam Kerr wouldn't even been my top ten. So she showed me something okay. at Chelsea. So yeah, the same. last year has kind of been a thing. Yeah. I got the same five. That's wild. Yeah. It. It's pretty close to Sebastian's too. I think his was yeah. uh, done. Wait, he was. He said done it was done. Bronze press. Yeah, yeah. He could have sounded like bronze ain't hitting it for y'all at all. Not at all. I mean, she's. I don't think she's bad. I just. I don't see it. She ain't that hot. I don't see it. You can. You can. Show, just, you can show for her out of the top ten. I mean, Crystal Dunn's a better left back. Moppy Leon's a better outside back. Like I can name other outside backs that I think are just as good. Yeah. So if not better, right? And who can play within? team and tactical structure, right? So part of that is she played for national team for Phil Neville. That's not her fault. <laughs> like, that's yeah. Phil Neville. Nobody I mean, And I mean, when they play Barcelona, you didn't, you wouldn't have Crystal Dunn getting cooked like Rusty right. Bronze did last week. Yeah, if you put Crystal Dunn on Man City against Barcelona, there's no way it's 3-0. There's no way. They're not getting roasted like that. No. Carolyn Graham Hansen walked up the right side of that field. Um, yeah, you're not. Yeah, I mean she shut down every team's best best forward, right? So um, I just don't see Lucy Brown's doing that all the time. But she played for Lyon and she's played for City, right? So she's played for really big clubs, and she played in North Carolina, right? She sort of has that lineage and everybody's looking for it. Though Toby he cooked her behind like three different times in North Carolina, so that's fine. Um, like first day, <laughs> first day. So yeah, I just I think she's slightly overrated. I don't think she's bad. I just think she's overrated. I don't see it. Pernille Harder is a better player than Lucy Bronze. Woo! That's a word. By a decent amount, in my opinion. Yeah. Word. And that's not my Chelsea bias. She was a better player at Wolfsburg, too. So. Okay. Yeah. Sky. Lucy right. one. Let's get, get you in here. Uh, you got to say something good, huh? Okay. So, uh, <laughs> so it's two up, two down? Yeah. Oh, so I like to say, as an Atlanta native, um, let's see some of the down. 
um, the foolishness that was the Brian Kemp um, and the shenanigans afoot in the home state. Um, but we will prevail. I guess the other down would be the foolishness that is the tactics of the women's side of Manchester United. Um, you know, it'll get better. We we almost at the end of the season. Um, Casey, Casey, baby, please, please get an offensive assistant coach so that we can be great. Please put Kristen Press on the wing. Please put Lauren James in the center. Please don't have your best midfielder as a winger. Oh, we 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 gonna be okay. So I guess the up is that they won the game. That's the up. That's a celebration. Um, and then I get vaccinated tomorrow. So, you know, we out here. We about to be out here. We about to be back in the state. Because I ain't been in Atlanta for like two years. Because I've been, you know. You don't know, want a raw dog is calling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's a, oh, so that's or anything Or anything else. And <laughs> right now, but... Oh, actually, yeah. that's another up. Because I don't... the reasons, but obviously. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So I got an up. It's in the Los Angeles, it's going to be a nice, warm 80-something degrees. How y'all feeling over there? Y'all going to be cold? It's, it's, it's supposed to be cold this week, and I'm not prepared. Oh, I mean, it was like, 77. Like, it, it was like a monsoon. Off. We, we had the tornado last week, so, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> it was like it was like really nice on Saturday, and then now, like, stay, like for the rest of the week, it's going to be like cold, so fuck y'all. <laughs> So I'm gonna say this. See, y'all joke on me, but we don't have severe weather. I ain't seen a tornado, a hurricane. We just have fires in the uh, summer because it's dry. That's it. Just oh, yeah, don't set fires. off fireworks. I mean, just that's don't set off fireworks. everything, which is something. I mean, it's terrible. Really yeah, one of the small yeah. towns got ruined this summer. But yeah, and it's thick. Like if you go outside, it's just smoke everywhere. It's okay. just rough. Like so, that's new. Don't you have like coyotes or something chasing you or something? Um, I haven't seen. I haven't seen a coyote. I've seen a f- couple of foxes. Uh, we have a lot of white-tailed deer. Um, cougars are on the west side of the state, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, yeah, I don't. But I mean, I don't really go into dark spaces at night to to die like that because mm. I'm black. Well, you know? Ironic so. given <laughs> facts. <laughs> ironic given that Coleman is is the home of uh, Washington State University, right? Go Cougs! Yes. <laughs> Yeah, point, so point made. <laughs> <laughs> Go foods, yeah. So it's, it's a way of life at this point. You got to say it back. Uh, you know, you know, it's so like funny. when a Q, when a Q throws up hooks, you got they got to throw it back. Right, it's the same damn thing. Uh, but yeah. with that, with less flavor, a lot less flavor. Um, what else you guys? Yeah. What well, what's up? Uh, well, um, yeah, I don't have any of those. We don't deal with that. I live near the beach, so it's nice and sunny. It's gonna be nice and warm, not pollen full. You know, <laughs> the issues we have are like it doesn't rain, which I miss rain. Um, it, oh my bad, it does rain. It'll rain, and they say it doesn't get hot, but then it gets hot. It's now becoming summer. I have AC though, so it don't matter. Um, but that's not necessarily a thing. So don't let nobody tell you when you move. If you move to yeah, like West the LA area, time. don't let nobody tell you that you don't need an AC or you're gonna have to get a portable <laughs> AC. You need an AC because it gets hot, you know. No, um, I think anybody moving yeah. from Georgia to the West Coast is not playing that much. Like, 
No, I mean, it's it gets no, no. So it's cold. So it's cool, but you get caught up and think that oh yeah, I can deal with some 77, 80. No, no, no. Not no. when it's dry heat and no. it's just like boom, boom, boom. The dry heat is different, y'all. I'm telling you. No, 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 You need space. When I first moved here, I went for a walk in the summer and almost passed out because I ain't drink water fast enough. Because when you're on the East Coast, it's humid. And so right, like, that's true. The, the balance of your fluids is different. I almost passed out in the middle of the street. Like, I, I had to go to the store and buy water because I almost collapsed because it just sucks all the moisture out of your body. Um, yeah, it's it's hot for like a month and a half. And so you do need um, an AC, which people don't tend to have here. So that's weird. I'm like, nah, I'm from, I'm from the South. We're going to put an AC. Um, in here, so get yourself a window unit or a portable um, yeah, one that can handle, handle a house. You know, uh, you need a yes, central unit situation. No, no, no. So, yeah. so in Los Angeles, you actually have to be like, you need some AC all year round, or you're gonna be sweating, and you'll be, you yeah, you need some AC because it does get kind of warm. Um, it's a little different, but we mm-hmm. we be out here. I am in shorts, tank tops, everything, flip flops. As y'all freeze, I my condolences to you as you freeze this week. It gets better, you know. I mean, for us though, like fifty is warm. Like fifty degrees here feels like sixty or seventy. That's unacceptable. Like, I can't better. be that cold. Mm-mm, I can't be that cold. Mm-mm. It's not cold though. That's what I'm saying. I guess my idea of what cold is. is yeah, because you in the boonies up there, up yonder. <laughs> you with the right, so I went up yonder. Yeah. Boonies are the boonies. And the, I mean, we got, it's the summer. It's not that bad. <laughs> but yeah, depending on where you live in town. Um, just a lot of hills and mountains. And yeah. It's a good workout for your calves, though. So. Yeah. So, more up? No more downs? Oh, I guess, I, I mean, my last up is that I'm in on this little workout plan so that I can get, you know. Oh, yeah, because I'm no longer off week. Um, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> I got some brown, but you got like this lighting got me like extra light. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. I think the light might be the light might be tricky. <laughs> Kanye, well, we uh, old we Kanye. Here. We don't acknowledge you, Kanye. Old Kanye workout plan. Like get right for the summer. Yeah, oh yeah. I feel like only Sills and Yogi will get this, but um, like, like I mentioned now uh, before we recorded, uh, Sky's about Charles City. Charles City. Again, I ain't never met a dark skin person. If, if you know, <laughs> you know. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I know what that is. That's why I'm like, you try whatever. <laughs> uh, but so yeah, there's some there's some tent here. We we got into some tent. So, you know. Starting to, we try, not off starting to turn. We're not gonna talk about what that was. <laughs> Yeah, trying to be a summer true. color this year, summer shade this year. I was a winter shade for a good year and a half, so I'm trying. Yeah, I wasn't even a winter shade. I was like a like a off white kind of situation. But anyway, it's okay. <laughs> um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my stuff quick. Oh, I'm, I'm entirely too, too zoomed up on on this camera. Uh, let's. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do a regular thing on here, but um, uh, so. So I I was checking um, our Twitter um, during the show, and someone asked me like, what what was like our view on um, on the World Cup, considering the the recent um, changes with the voting rights here. Um, I'll get more immediate one because of course we had the uh, MLB All Star Game in July coming up. I definitely think that we should lose that. 
um, if we can't get right because we don't deserve that shit. It's, it's pretty simple. Um, I'll, I'll be a realist and understand that FIFA is about as corrupt as you can get, so they probably won't be moved one way or the other as far as, you know, what Georgia does. If 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 there was any risk, I, I, I'd be okay with them. Because I think, like, right now we're we're probably in line to get a, a semifinal, of course, some group games and everything. If if it was left up to that, I'd be okay with not getting the games. Because, again, we should be about urging as many people as possible to vote. Um, shout out to um, Arthur Blank, who put out his statement, you know, basically condemning um, the, um, the recent law changes. And, you know, with these, um, I think with the, enough lawsuits, it'll it'll eventually get overturned. So I have confidence that this will all get corrected soon enough. But in the meantime, um, Kemp ain't living right. Nash as hell. So that, that kind of is what it is there. Um, it's uh, next week uh, is our, our first quick up is uh, the Jimi Hendrix uh, jersey with the Seattle Sounders. That's dope as hell. Uh, when nice. I first saw it, there was no in, when there was no explanation. It looked kind of wild, but for the fact that they have the Jimi Hendrix license, which means they got a conviction from the estate and the family and everything, that's really dope. Of course, for those of y'all who don't know, Jimi Hendrix is from Seattle. He's buried in Seattle. Um, they play Purple Haze War every Sounders game. So the connection's definitely there. So um, I definitely, um, I said, when you, and that's always the thing with, with leaks, and we'll go into, into this all in more detail next week, all about the presentation. The presentation and everything, once everything starts to get explained, it's like, oh, I get it now. And then it works and all that. So out them from for that. Um, um my down is the new Inter Milan logo. Oh Lord uh, Jesus. It's terrible. <laughs> I I couldn't quite I couldn't quite put my finger on it. Um the past couple of days, but then the cool against that kind of nailed it for me perfectly because it looks like you ever seen one of those old Mickey Mouse coloring books? And it's like Mickey Mouse plays soccer, and <laughs> I feel like it looked like it. It looks like it would be a logo that you would see Mickey Mouse playing in one of those one of those coloring books. But it looks completely cartoonish and everything. So. Um, yeah, shout out to uh, Alexis and uh, Christian for that one. Yeah, that, they nailed it just right. Um, and, um, other than that, um, I said, of course, I'm looking forward to, you know, Gordon Che Butter FC. That's a massive up. Um, shout out to uh, everyone that's uh, in the Final Four. You got Houston, Baylor, Gonzaga, hopefully Michigan. And uh, also on the women's side, you got Arizona, UConn, South Carolina, and I think um, Stanford. Stanford's playing right now, so uh, they're playing. Um, uh, what was the Are they winning? Uh, no, Stanford won. But uh, but yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Jedi Master Nick is is currently leading in our tournament challenge, so we'll see how things are going. I said my pick is still good. Just don't lose tonight. So 
but you can so we'll see. But um, that's how I'm keeping mine quick. Um, again, next week you'll get our kit review and also the first episode of, of Shea Butter FC with our lady Sky and Sylvia. Um, of course, you'll be able to catch them on the socials and everything. Uh, you, if you have, if you're not on our YouTube, you can see them down below. Where can you reach y'all ladies at? Uh, oh, my handle. Yeah, <laughs> um, my handle on Twitter is uh, at Southern Sills. Um, my handle's at Sky Five Football. You know the football, as in the Espanol. Cool, cool. Because you gotta have that flavor. Flavor. But yes, as always, you can catch us on the social at FTC. You did. Muted <laughs> The man is muted. You guys are FTC, UTD, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, all the channels, man. All the channels. UTD. All the day. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Hey, um, oh, oh, um, I'm sorry. Or go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I just have one last thing I want to tag on. Or go ahead. Um, shout out to uh, Arsenal Fan TV. They just uh, lost a member of the crew, uh, Claude. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, goals to, to that team and everything. Uh, what up? What you, what you got close close out with uh, TK? Yeah, no, I just wanted to um, to shout out uh, Arsenal Fan TV. Uh, not you know my favorite fan TV, actually they make good content. But you know, shout out to all those who were affected by the loss of uh, from Claude Calgary. Uh, he's one of the former pundits from Arsenal Fan TV. Um, they're known for their really fantastic outtakes on the failures of Arsenal. So, uh, <laughs> wishing the best to their family, and maybe they all can get to hear some of his former stuff. You know, like yeah, man. Um, yeah, yeah, shout, shout out to uh, their family, and um, hopefully get through this again. I've been preaching the past couple weeks. It's hard work getting old. So take care of yourself. Other, um, of course, uh, next week, soccer's about to get real moisturized with some shea butter. So, until then, for Sky, for Bills for TK is Grego. Hold is real, the coach everywhere. See y'all soon and we out. This is an alliance podcast.